Welcome to the New Point Community Church Podcast. This message is part of our series, Life is Complicated, We Can Help. We want to thank you for joining us, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ. Did you know that there's a difference between the words anyone and everyone? You see, over and over again, Jesus gives an invitation to anyone and for everyone. Now, what you need to realize is it didn't matter about your background or what you did or what you didn't do. The invitation was for anyone. However, from time to time, the message that Jesus spoke would constantly have people walking away because it was a difficult message, and they would say something like this, who can follow this? Now, what we need to understand is what made it a difficult message. You see, it was a message that not everyone could accept. You might say, well, Dwight, was there rules? Were they really long? Were they too detailed? No, actually, that's probably one of the reasons why they struggled with it. It's because there wasn't rules. There wasn't a list. You see, most people like lists, but it came down to one word that I think that they struggled with and no doubt we struggle with. It's called surrender. And that's what made it a difficult message. Say, look what Luke writes here. He says, Jesus is talking and he says, if anyone wishes to follow me, anyone, if anyone wishes to follow me, As my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interest, take up his cross daily, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come. Wow. And follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. You see, when Jesus said, follow me, he was using a Hebrew term that literally meant, where I go, you go. What I do, you do. Whatever I ask of you, the answer is yes. And guess what? I will give you the complete ability to accomplish everything that I'm asking of you. So it literally meant to follow in his footsteps. But Jesus didn't stop there. Look what he says. He says, for whoever would preserve his life and save it will what? Lose it and destroy it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will preserve and save it. You see, Jesus is giving an open invitation to anyone, everyone, to you, to me. And when he says anyone, He wasn't saying, hey, this is what I mean. If if you don't have a a bad rap sheet, if you you don't have a sexual past, if if you're not divorced, if you have a bad habit or addiction, if you were born on the other side of the tracks, if you were any of these, then you know what? You really can't come and follow me. No, Jesus did not qualify who could follow him. You see, it wasn't for the religious elite. It wasn't for those who were maybe knowledgeable in the scriptures or powerful. He said anyone, meaning everyone. Doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter what you think you have become. 
Anyone means everyone. Now, here's what we need to understand about Jesus. He was not some fast-talking guy. He wasn't some guy who had the small print. He was a straight shooter. He was up front. And unlike other things in the world that requires maybe a certain set of skills or pedigree or genetics, Jesus' call is for anyone. It's really, when you really think about it, it's the most incredible opportunity that is offered in the world to you and me. Think about it. Do you have a past? That's okay. Jesus says, come and follow me. Do you feel that you're not strong enough, smart enough, tough enough? Jesus says, that's okay. Come to me. Do you struggle with fear or maybe an addiction or anger? Jesus would say, that's okay. The invitation is to anyone. But the cost is surrender. You have to surrender your life. All of your baggage, all of my baggage, for all of his goodness. So why is it so hard for us to surrender? If the call is for anyone, why doesn't everyone take it? Well, Luke continues in this chapter, and he shares with us three encounters that Jesus had with three different people, and they give us the, the three barriers to following Jesus. And I want us to look at those today. The first one is certainty. Certainty. You see, as human beings, we have such a desire for certainty that if anything is uncertain, it can almost paralyze us. Sounds a little bit like today, right? The events that have happened this past week, and not only this past week, but this past year, has created so much uncertainty that it's made all of us very anxious and fighting anxiety because something in you and something in me and something in all of us, we crave certainty. We want to follow certainty. Just tell me that it's going to be okay. This is one of the reasons why Many people don't follow Jesus. They follow certainty. They want to be certain about life, certain about things which can never happen. You see, Jesus basically said that he was going to shake everything, and only that which was unshakable would remain. And so this encounter with Jesus came back to a man struggling with certainty. Look what Luke says. Luke says, as they were walking, referring to Jesus, okay, along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Wow. And Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Wow. Jesus is saying, Following me means you're going to have to let go of all of the comforts that certainty can bring you. Jesus was saying, you know what? There's nothing certain about my life here on earth. I don't even have a place to lay my head. And what we find out is the man struggled with it. He didn't want to follow Jesus. He wanted certainty. And what we have to understand is what Paul was saying 
when he wrote to the church in, in Corinth, and here's what he said. He said, now, right now, okay, we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. Then is when we go to be with Christ. He goes on to say this, all that I know now is partial and incomplete. Isn't that true? But we crave what? Certainty. But then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. You see, here's the thing that we have to understand. You're not going to be certain about anything in life. It's fragile. The only thing that you and I can be certain about is God's grace, that he's for you, that he loves you that he will see you through. And if you and I try to make sense out of all that's going on in our world today or this past week, all you will do is you will find yourself becoming more and more frustrated and more and more anxious and just experiencing this turmoil. You see, you'll begin to feel like God's not listening or maybe that God doesn't care about you. And yet what we need to remember is this, God is good, God is faithful, and God is in control. And so here's what I want you to do because Jesus gives you and I an invitation to follow him and one of the barriers will be that you long for certainty. And Jesus calls you and I to walk by faith. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab a piece of paper and write these words down. Okay, go ahead, do it. And just write these words down. Even if... I don't get that raise. Even if I don't get that recognition, even if I get let go, even if my political party doesn't win, even if I don't feel God, I will remember this. He is good. He is great. He is faithful and he's in control. You see, any time that you and I feel discouraged, it's usually because we're craving certainty. And so you need to write it down and remember that your desire for certainty will, re will rob you of God's peace. And so this man, like many of us, we struggle in following Jesus because we want certainty. And you can't follow certainty and follow Jesus at the same time. We are called to trust him. Here's the second thing that keeps us from following Jesus. Insecurity. Insecurity. Now, I'm not just talking about self-esteem. I'm talking much more than that. I'm talking about our need, your need, my need, our need to feel secure. Let me show you what I mean because Luke explains it here. He said to another person, referring to Jesus, come and follow me. And the man agreed, but he said, Lord, first, let me return home and bury my father. Wow. But Jesus said to him, let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and preach about the kingdom of God. You see, we all deal with our insecurities at some level because we're all insecure. And yet you will never experience the life, I will never experience the life that Jesus has for me if I follow my insecurities. Now you can have insecurities, okay? 
But the moment that you allow them to direct you and lead you, your, 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 your insecurities will define your life. And, and so we read here that the first thing he said, he said, hey, let me go back and bury the dead. The fact of the matter is his father wasn't dead. You see, his father wasn't dead. What he wanted was this. He wanted the sense of security. He wanted to be there when his father died so that he could have the inheritance. And so it is with you and me. We have our insecurities and we say, hey, you know what? This needs to happen before I can truly follow you, Jesus. You know, first let me do what I want to do, and then I'll come back to you. First let, 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 let me get married, or, or, or let me make more money, or let me deal with this issue of life, or that issue of life, or I'll follow you when life slows down. And yet maybe you hear this man's excuse and you think that Jesus is really being a little bit too hardcore. But what you need to realize is this. It wasn't about burying his dad. It was about the inheritance that would bring him a sense of security. When I get that inheritance, what happens if they don't approve of me leaving before they die? You see, listen, listen to me. Insecurity will eventually lead you to dishonesty when you follow insecurity. It will keep you and I from telling ourselves the truth about our relationships, about our relationship with Christ, as well as with our spouse, with our kids, with one another. You see, we will end up lying to ourselves because every time God asks something of you, whether it's to serve, or maybe to, to give of your money or your time, your insecurities will begin to whisper. Follow me. See, all of us have heard that whisper, haven't we? Follow me. And what I would say to you and me is this. We need to make a decision to follow Christ and not our insecurities. You see, your insecurities and my insecurities will lead you to be dishonest, which will end up eroding our credibility, which will end up undermining our moral authority with the people around us. And you know this to be true because you've looked in the mirror before, right? You know that about you. You know this because you've seen it happen in other people, right? Who claim to be followers of Christ. But what happens is their insecurities causes them to be dishonest and undermine their moral authority with you and with others and with God. And what happens is when that occurs in our lives, it leads other people not to believe the truth about Jesus Christ. You see, now I'm not saying that you'll be able to eliminate all your insecurities. You won't. But you don't have to be led by your insecurities. It'll ruin your testimony. And it has ruined the testimony of many, many, many people. You see, here's the good news, all right? The invitation is for anyone and everyone. And so Jesus calls insecure people. He called people like Peter. And so you're gonna have insecurities. You just can't afford masking them, covering them up and denying them. The energy that you need to do something, okay, will be taken away 
because you're concerned about looking like something that you're not. And so we have to face them, not follow them. So I have to face maybe my insecurity of not having enough or not being enough, or maybe my insecurity of the unknown or being criticized or, or being rejected. You see, it's okay to admit your insecurities. You just have to decide not to follow them. You see, let me tell you something that's worse than admitting your insecurities. It's missing the opportunity to live your life in the center of God's will and to do what he has called you to do. You see, that's the greatest joy. That's the greatest fulfillment. And that's what we should fear. That's the thing that, that we don't want to miss. And so this man was saying, hey, let me go back and bury my father. And Jesus wasn't hearing his excuse. And it may be something that you use. It's your insecurities. Jesus said, now is the time. You see, listen to me. The one thing that, that you can be assured of, the longer that you wait to put Christ the center of your life, the less likely you'll ever do it. Why? Because that insecurity will lead you to be dishonest with yourself and God and with others. And it will erode your credibility and your moral authority. Listen to me, parents, okay? You have the greatest potential to influence your kids. But if you allow your insecurities, okay, to erode your credibility and your moral authority, you won't have influence with them. You see, listen, insecurity will always lead you to hide the truth about your struggles or about your past failures. And the people that you need to influence, the people that you need to lead, maybe your, your family, your kids, your friends, they see right through it. And when they see through it, guess what happens? Your influence and your impact begins to erode. So let me ask you a question. Where's your security at? For this man, it was in money. That's why Jesus said you cannot serve God and money. You'll either love the one or hate the other. And so where's your security? Is it in your money, in stuff, or is it in Jesus? See, that keeps a lot of people from following Jesus because their insecurity is found in things other than him. Let me give you this last one, and that is this, mixed priorities, mixed priorities. Look what Luke records. This guy says to Jesus, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Seems like a good thing, right? <laughs> Seems like, okay, yeah, go ahead and say goodbye to your family. But look at what Jesus replies. He says, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. What he is saying is you have mixed priorities here. Either it's me or it's them. You see, listen, Jesus said it like this. Jesus said, unless you hate your mother and father, you can't even follow me. Basically, what he is saying is if I'm not first and center, in your life, you can't follow me. And so we have to ask ourselves the question, am I gonna follow mixed priorities, marked by indecisive minds, or with an undivided heart? You see, Jesus is dealing with this man who wants to go back and tell his family some things. And this is the same thing that you and I wanna do. And yet Jesus is saying, you know what? There's no looking back. And it's your heart 
It's my heart that's the issue. It's where you find your delight and I find my delight. It's where you find your joy and I find my joy. It's, it's where you find your satisfaction and I find my satisfaction that's really the issue. And so does Jesus have your affections? Do you believe that Jesus is supremely satisfying? Will you let go of everything and follow Jesus? You see, listen to me. We have someone worth saying no to everything for. His name is Jesus. And so are you willing to forsake pleasure, pursuits, all the things of this world to follow him? You see, here's my prayer. In the midst of all the turmoil that we've experienced in our country in this past year, let's be the people who lead people to see that there's another way to live that the cost of following is great, but the cost of just being a fan is far, 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 far greater. You see, America has too many fans of Jesus and not enough followers of Jesus. You see, the cost is great for the lost and the poor around us if we're only fans of Jesus. And the cost is great for those who would never know the supreme satisfaction found in following Jesus Christ. So let me wrap up. Are you going to follow mixed priorities marked by an indecisive mind or with an undivided heart. You see, what happens is fans of Jesus, they want Jesus to be a part of their life. They want him to be one of many. But Jesus has made that option not for you and me. He's made clear that that isn't even an option. No matter what your story, listen to me, no matter what you've done, this is the relationship that Jesus wants to have with you. Anyone, anyone, anyone who has ever laid awake in bed and thought, I would give up everything if I could undo what I've done. Anyone who has looked at themselves in the mirror and said, I, I can't believe what I've become. You see, Jesus isn't looking for half-hearted followers. Following him part-time isn't an option. Being a, a, a Sunday Christian isn't following him. Looking over your shoulder, wondering what you're missing out on, isn't following him. The good news is Jesus calls anyone, and that is for me and that is for you. And that is for you and I to understand that the treasure in life is Jesus himself. And the sobering truth is, Many will get held up because their need for certainty or security or their mixed priorities. And today, I want to remove the filter. The, listen, the greatest treasure that you'll ever find is Jesus Christ. The most perfect gift you'll ever receive is in Jesus Christ. Don't cast a single doubt on it. All of the certainty and all of the security that you and I need is found in him. And when you and I see and experience his true worth, you'll understand and you will choose today to surrender your certainty and your insecurities and your priorities to Christ. It's the great exchange. It's the exchange that's worth everything. And so here's Jesus's invitation to anyone. If anyone wishes to follow me and as my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever would preserve his life and save it will lose it and destroy it. But listen to this. 
but whoever loses his life for my sake will preserve and save it. Listen to me. This is the call to everyone who knows Christ to follow him. And let what has happened this past year in our country, the disruption, all that has gone on, let it be, listen to me, let it be a very, very important reminder to you and me that our faith is in Christ alone. It's not in a person. It's not in a position. It's not in a politician. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. And he gives us an invitation to follow him. But we have to give up our need for certainty. We have to give up our insecurities. We, we have to give up our mixed bag of priorities. You see, what we have to do is say, Jesus, wherever you go, I'll go. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Whatever you're asking of me, the answer is yes. And he promises to give you and I the complete power and the ability to accomplish it to follow in his footsteps. I leave you with this. Listen to me. Jesus takes full responsibility for the man or the woman who is fully surrendered to him. Will you be that man today? Will you be that woman today? He'll take full responsibility for everything in your life if you'll surrender to him. Pray with me. God, today we know that we live in a world of uncertainty and we crave certainty. We know that we live in a world of where we all want to feel secure and we want everything to be right, but so much is not right. God, we live in a world of where we're afraid we're gonna miss out on things. We've got this FOMA, the fear of missing out. And so we want you to be a part of our life. We just don't want you to be our life. And so today we come to you and we repent. And today we choose to follow you. We choose to trust in you, that you're good, that you're great, that you're generous. Forgive us of where we have chosen to take another path or another way. And today, may we be the people who set the example for all the other people that the key to life is following you, that you do make life better, and you do make us better at life. And so come and fill us with your spirit and lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to talk to someone about a decision you've made, or let us know how God's moving through this series, visit newpoint.org forward slash contact. Be sure to stay connected with us throughout the week on social media, download our app, Subscribe to our weekly podcasts through the App Store or Google Play, or catch us on Roku or Apple TV. Thanks for listening to today's message, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ.